Ho, 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 and welcome back to another festive episode of Dad's Cry 2. I'm your host, JD, and today we're diving into a hot topic that's been circulating in the holiday air lately, the controversial idea of canceling Santa Claus. Yep, you heard it right. But before you grab your pitchforks and candy cane, let's unwrap this debate and see why some folks are saying we should give the big guy in red a break. This is Dad's Cry 2 where we embrace the chaos and celebrate the journey of fatherhood. As always, you can join the conversation over at montessoridad.substack.com. So why on earth would anyone want to cancel Santa? Well, it turns out there's a growing movement that believes Santa Claus embodies outdated values, from his plump appearance to his distribution of gifts. Some argue that it's time for a modern makeover, while others insist that Santa might be promoting a culture of materialism. So many parents are uncertain about the story they want to tell their kids about Santa. They don't know how to approach it or how to answer their child's questions. How we talk to our children about Santa can be a sensitive, often complex subject. Drawing from my personal experience and my background as a Montessori teacher, this episode will share insights and strategies to help you parents navigate discussions about Santa in ways that align with your family values while also teaching respect for differing perspectives. When our three-year-old started to really get Christmas, from being excited about Frosty to feeling the magic of a fully decorated household, he started asking questions about everything, Santa, along with so many other holiday-related items. We decided to talk about how Santa was a real man, but how he now lives in the spirit of Christmas and in our imagination. The conversation probably went something like this. There was a man named St. Nicholas who gave presents to children who needed them a long time ago. This time of year, it's fun to think of the kindness St. Nicholas had as he shared gifts from children who needed them. People call St. Nicholas Santa now, and they love to imagine he is real. What do you want to imagine? This approach felt right for us because it meant we could remain honest while still encouraging some playfulness. We decided to tell the story of Santa in a make-believe way, but that doesn't mean it's a story every family needs to tell. How you talk to your child about Santa comes down to your family values. Family values are the beliefs, attitudes, and principles each family shares. These values help guide a family's behaviors, decisions, and ways of life. Discussions about Santa also provide opportunities for instilling values like respect for differing beliefs. As children encounter peers who have been told different Santa stories, parents can seize these moments to teach the importance of respecting diversity of thought and tradition. If you're like me and want a story that's make-believe, here are two ways I might truthfully explain the story of Santa while preserving the magic depending on what age you're talking to your child. We believe Santa is a spirit of happiness and kindness. Santa isn't one person anymore, but a kind, loving feeling that comes from being together and doing kind things for each other. Or, there was a real man named St. Nicholas who lived hundreds of years ago. He lived toys to children at Christmas time. Today, we celebrate the spirit of St. Nicholas, who we now call Saint Santa Claus, by giving generously at Christmas.
Now, let's take a step back and consider the impact Santa has had on our culture. For generations, Santa Claus has been a symbol of joy, generosity, and magic. He's a timeless figure that brings people together, transcending cultural and religious boundaries. Canceling Santa could mean losing a cherished tradition that has been passed down through families for centuries. One of the arguments against Santa is that he promotes a materialistic mindset. But let's not forget the true spirit of giving that he embodies. Santa encourages selflessness, kindness, and the joy of giving without expecting anything in return. Maybe, instead of canceling Santa, we should focus on reinforcing these values and ensuring that the holiday season isn't solely about the presents under the tree. I saw a post the other day that talked about how this person keeps Santa gifts small. You have every right to spoil your child at Christmas, is what they said, if that's what you want to do, and you can afford to do it. But as a parent, you should take credit. Have the big items be from you, siblings, family members, the dogs, whatever. Don't make it from Santa. And this is because the person who posted explains that they worked in group homes for many years, so they know from experience exactly how those first days back at school go. Questions like, what did you get for Christmas? When a child receives socks, a book, and a toy car from Santa's, hearing from a kid that Santa brought him a PS5, that kid starts to feel less than and question why Santa didn't bring them the same present. They begin asking, wasn't I good enough? And that's a question that many kids are faced with in those first days back. And that's terrible. This is something that I had never considered before and something that certainly fit our own family values. And I thought this was a beautiful way to frame Christmas, and Santa especially, that preserved both the magic and at the same time allowed for a more family-focused experience. Critics argue that Santa's image is not inclusive, citing his traditional depiction as a jolly, white-bearded man. While I can understand the need for representation, Maybe we should focus on expanding our perceptions of Santa rather than canceling him altogether. So here's something to consider when teaching the spirit of Santa story. As your child gets older, they'll likely encounter different beliefs or views amongst their peers. There may be kids on the bus, at school, or on the playground who believe Santa is real. You can prepare your child for these types of interactions in advance, teaching them to respect a story that may be different from their own. You can start a conversation, for instance, about diversity. Begin by explaining that just as people have different likes, dislikes, and tastes, families can have distinct beliefs too, especially about traditions and holidays. There are many ways people celebrate and many different stories they might believe. And this diversity should be appreciated and respected as it makes the world rich and exciting. So Instead of canceling, let's celebrate diversity by reimagining Santa in a way that resonates with everyone while preserving the essence of his character. And while we're talking about respecting other people's stories, teaching a child who doesn't believe in Santa to respect the beliefs of their peers is important. Here's a script that demonstrates how parents can guide their children in these scenarios. Some of your friends believe that Santa lives in the North Pole and delivers gifts around the world. That's a very special story for them, and we don't want to take that away or take that excitement and wonder away. Each family has their own story, and that's okay. After the break, 
I'll share three ways you can keep Santa around, all while preserving our relationship with our kids. Stick around. This podcast is humbly sponsored by BetterHelp. As a holistic health coach turned mental health advocate, I know the importance of finding the right support. Why? Because I've been battling anxiety and depression for over 10 years, and I know I'm not the only one who struggles with their mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. All you do is just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you're matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. I say this all not as someone telling you to simply click on another sponsor, but as someone who's been seeing a better health therapist for the past year. I've never felt more valued, respected, and full of hope for my mental clarity than I do with each passing session with my therapist. Join the 3 million plus people, that plus being me, who have taken charge of their mental health when experience better health therapists. As a special bonus offer to listeners, you get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. That's betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. Remember, just because you need help doesn't mean you're not worth helping. It's in posts and comments all over social media. Celebrating Santa means lying to your kids. Do you really want to lie to your kids? Lying to your kids about Santa damages your relationship. You'll lose all trust forever if you celebrate Santa. And I've gotten so many questions myself asking, should I not do Santa? I love Santa and had the best magical memories of it, but I don't want to ruin my kid. First off, take a deep breath, everyone. We do not have to cancel Santa. Santa and magic and laughter, well, they can stay. And here's how we can keep Santa around, all while preserving our relationship with our kids. Number one, get rid of the whole naughty or nice, good or bad thing. I struggle with the idea of a real Santa story because it's often used to manipulate kids to behave. Regardless of what story you choose to tell, you should avoid the following. Naughty and nice language. The notion that Santa brings big, expensive gifts. Using Santa statements like, Santa won't bring you gifts if. Instead, focus on the Santa story as a way to create traditions of togetherness. When we tie our kids' behavior, whether whether good or bad, to getting presents or a fun Christmas or not, that's a ton of pressure to live up to. And that pressure can backfire quick and lead to more unwanted behavior. This goes for Santa's naughty or nice list, too. When, quote, I'm bad becomes their inner voice, they're more likely to develop low self-esteem and worth and give up on trying to be, quote, good. So let's teach our kids that they are always good kids, and even good kids make mistakes. Number two, frame Santa as magical, as make-believe, as the spirit of Santa. I totally hear the lying point. You're right. If we tell our kids that Santa is totally a real dude, and then at age 10 you find out you were lied to your whole life, not ideal. But if you do the whole unicorn, fairy, dragon thing, you can do the whole Santa thing. Simply refer to him as a magical being. And lastly, number three, 
Determining your family values. I would encourage parents to do some personal reflection to determine their family values. Spend some time thinking about your upbringing to help you decide what you want to do with your kids. Here's a few questions to ask yourself. What personal beliefs and attitudes guide your behavior? What did your family do for Santa when you were growing up? What traditions from your childhood align with your values? And what traditions don't align with your, align with your values? Asking questions like this can help you determine your family values, the traditions you want to pass on, and the traditions you don't want to pass on. For example, our family values truth-telling and honesty. This value heavily influences the story we tell our children about Santa. We tell our three-year-old and eventually our one-year-old when she understands more that Santa is imaginary because we feel conflicted about teaching a misleading story. The story we tell them helps us to talk to our kids about Santa in a way that connects to our value of truth-telling while still keeping it a fun part of the holidays for the whole family. It's important to note that there is no one right way to do Santa in your home. This is how we do it. But you don't have to agree with our belief. You determine your family values. Not anybody on the internet. Not anybody else. Just you. And more importantly, you get to decide what story to tell. Talking to children about Santa can be complex, and there's no one-size-fits-all approach. Santa can be part of the holiday magic, whether you use the Santa is real story or the spirit of Santa story. The key is aligning your story with your family values and traditions while fostering respect for different perspectives. Ultimately, Santa should bring families together and help create beautiful family traditions. So, should we cancel Santa Claus? In the spirit of the season, perhaps not. Instead of erasing him from our holiday traditions, let's embrace the opportunity to adapt and evolve Santa into a figure that reflects our diverse and ever-changing world. After all, isn't the magic of Christmas about coming together, spreading joy, and creating lasting memories? That wraps up another episode of Dad's Cry 2. Whether you're a Santa supporter or on the fence, We'd love to hear your thoughts. So reach us out to us on social media and let's keep the conversation merry and bright. Don't forget, you can join the conversation over at montessoridad.substack.com. Go out there, create some memories, and until next time, keep the traditions alive. This is JD, the Montessori Dad, signing off from Dad's Cry 2. Until next time, happy holidays, everyone. <laughs>